This is Mayor Andy Ginther. Excited to introduce to you the Arena Guys Backstage Pass Podcast. Here we go. Dave Rodenberger. This is the very first Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast with me, Gary the Arena Guy, and... Dave Rodenberger. Hey, can't believe we're doing this. I know. We've been talking about this for so long, it's great to finally get this underway. Here we go. (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) Yep, here we go. We've got intern Mike with us. We'll visit with him in a little bit as we run down some of the upcoming events at the Schottenstein Center Nationwide Arena and Ohio Stadium. Coming up, we also have details on an exciting giveaway, too. We'll tell you how you can win uh, something related to Taylor Swift. It's a collector's item. It is. It will be for sure. We'll get those details coming up, as well as uh, we'll talk about some of the exciting shows we've had recently. And Mike Gatto, the general manager of Nationwide Arena, will be stopping by. We'll talk about uh, the events at both arenas and, and how... It works uh, managing two arenas and concerts at Ohio Stadium as well. Yeah, well, you know, the backstage pass is what it's all about. Kind of taking you behind the scenes here uh, at the shows that we put on at the Schottenstein Center, Nationwide Arena, Ohio Stadium. It is a busy summer, a lot of stuff going on. And uh, and this is just kind of our effort to kind of, you know, if you're a concert fan, if you're a music fan, or you're uh, just uh, a Columbus, Ohio fan, you want to kind of get behind the scenes, that's what we're going we're to take you backstage with us today. Absolutely. Every podcast, and this is the first one of what we are seeing, Certain will be many, and uh, I tell you what, we've had the busiest season ever at both arenas. Both it, arenas have been crazy busy, which is a it's a good thing, right? It's a good problem to have, uh, and a lot of a lot of records being broken as far as attendance. Uh, it has just it's been nuts. What have what has been like one of two of your favorites of the past season? You know, obviously Justin Timberlake, right? I mean, you got to go. JT is one of those uh, that just you know when when JT comes to town, it is a party, and there were a lot of moms there uh, <laughs> who were having <laughs> a lot of moms. <laughs> you know, it was it was uh, I'll go ahead and say it. It was a drunk mom night, right? Because it was. It was a party show, and a lot of it, it's that thing where when you connect with an artist at a certain age, and a lot for a lot of those, a lot of the audience, you know, is back when JT was first in in sync. You know, they connected with him as an artist, and they've kind of followed him along as his career's kind of matured. And now we're we're all a little bit more mature, so to speak. And when when JT comes to town, we can be a little more immature and have that party. And it was he turned the floor of Nationwide Arena just into this giant dance party. Yeah, and he put a ton of money into his wardrobe, a flannel shirt and jeans. <laughs> <laughs> He's man of the woods, but right? Man of the woods. It's it was a man of the woods tour. Perfect keeping with that theme. And I'm it, more it, of a suit and tie guy, yeah. but, but, I, but I, that, that worked out. <laughs> Which we did that tour too a few years before. That was that was outstanding. That was crazy because yeah. this one, you know, well that one, that tour, the suit and tie tour, had the stage that that floated over the audience. It did, and it was just kind of the front section of the stage that just kind of came up and then it floated across. This one had like a little campfire, man of the woods, right? He had a little campfire set where some of the musicians came around. They did some uh, uh, songs with him. Uh, it was really just a a very fun night. It, uh, the Timberlake concert kind of reminded me a little bit, even though Justin Timberlake is one of the most relevant artists currently in the music scene. But when we did New Kids on the Block recently, and, and I'm talking about the fans here. Yeah, and, sure. And so the arena guy, we went out there to talk to some of the fans who had been fans for like 30 years. And, and we found people that were wearing their T-shirts from 1990. Yeah, sure. Who are in their Absolutely. 30s or 40s now who Maybe. are going <laughs> some, back. Some, some probably shouldn't be wearing yeah. them <laughs> And they're wearing their original T-shirts from back in the 90s. And, and it really was a lot of nostalgia. Now, Timberlake is different because he's still very relevant. But, but as far as the fan base goes, a lot of it was... A lot of people have been following them since uh, the early days. I'll take you off topic here for a second. Is there what? What is the oldest concert T-shirt that you have? Not not a, not that oh. you bought on eBay, but one that you <laughs> purchased that you have kept in the drawer. Because I know you're a collector. I am. Uh, yeah, uh, a little too much probably. But I think uh, the very uh, well probably an Elton John T-shirt. Uh, Billy Joel's like early '80s and Elton John early '80s. Yeah. And we did the Police. At my first gig in Illinois, at the University of Illinois, and that was probably about, jeez, I'm dating myself here. I don't even (laughs) want to say the year. But the Police Synchronicity Tour, I got that T-shirt. So I probably 
got some classics. Mid eighties. Yeah, I have a, I have a 1987 uh, Duran Duran Strange Behavior tour T-shirt that's kind of tucked yeah. in the in the back of a, a back of a drawer somewhere. That uh, last time Duran Duran came into town, I actually did wear it to the show because I'm never that guy, right? But I wanted to be that guy once, so it was it was <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. That's great. So I'm excited to be doing this this podcast here. We're going to be doing having a lot of fun in future episodes, and and uh, we we hope to do this uh, at least once a month, and we will be doing. Uh, uh, podcast for like individual shows like Taylor Swift, yeah. Beyonce, Jay-Z, and some of those coming up as well. So that'll be pretty fun as well. I didn't get to ask you, what, do you have a highlight from a show recently, a show that really stands out from you from the, that we've just done uh, in, the, in the not too distant past? I'm trying to think. We've had a really great season. I think Bruno Mars was really fantastic. Yeah. That was a great show. Um, a lot like Justin Timberlake, where he just is elect, an electric performer. From start to finish, even if you don't know all the songs, and you know a lot of them now, but uh, that was really unique. And uh, um, I, I guess that's the one that stands out the most, although if I looked at a list... I could probably name a. They bunch. get a little blurry, right? We do uh, so many bit. that it just it just kind of goes yeah. it kind of goes boom, boom, boom. But uh, uh, you know, Bruno Mars. People often have that conversation of who's going to be the next act that's going to fill up an arena. You know, when the when the Rolling Stones and the Who and, and Rush stop touring, right? And who those acts are. And I'm telling you, Justin Timberlake, Bruno Mars at the top of that list. Absolutely. And a lot of that's starting to happen. You're hearing uh, Paul Simon, Elton John, uh, uh, Eric Clapton. A lot of these artists saying this is their last tour and they're they're going to be going off the road. Those legacy artists are. Starting to uh, get no, off the road. You're absolutely right, and Rush is, Rush is one of those that yeah. I mentioned that has already said that they're they're done. But a couple of great shows we had not too long ago at Nationwide Arena, and always got our fingers crossed for one more. Yeah, so it's really great to talk to you. Oh, you're, really whis- you're whispering. Well, I just was reminded of uh, <laughs> last last weekend. I saw this movie, um, A Quiet Place. Okay, you just saw that one. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, have you seen it? I have. I mean, it's really kind of. Scary, but I'm, I'm afraid to make <laughs> afraid to make loud noises. And I realized we were talking so loud, I don't want to be attacked by monsters. But always it, a fear of mine. Always the, a fear of mine. Just a crazy thing about that um, is I always get popcorn when I see a movie. And for some reason, for that movie, I decided to shake up, shake it up a little bit, and mix it up, and I got nachos. So <laughs> you can't eat nachos at a quiet place. It was great. Well, I had I just thought, hey, it was a movie. So I took one bite of a nacho, <laughs> and it was so quiet. The whole theater looked at me. <laughs> And I had to wait until the scary scenes happened before I could take bites. I still had half the nachos left at the end of the movie. That was the quietest movie I've ever seen. I don't know if you see a lot of movies, but that I'm a, I'm a huge movie fan, and uh, and I did I did enjoy that one. I love a good scary movie, uh, and they're they're few and far between. Uh, the Hereditary, right? Uh, I've heard good things about that one. I, that's next on my list as far as scary movies go. But uh, uh, Quiet Place, I did enjoy that. It was good. Uh, they're going to make a sequel. I don't know if it'll be the same cast. John Krasinski, uh, we kind of think maybe he was... Oh, and spoiler, don't do no, it. But don't no, do it. but we don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know. We, we don't, don't know about any of the cast. All right, we're not about spoilers <laughs> here. All right, we're going to showcase a couple of upcoming uh, events coming to uh, the arenas in just and in just a moment. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the exciting shows some coming up. Some big stuff, big stuff. Yeah, some big stuff at Schottenstein Center, Nationwide Arena, and Ohio State, and we'll do that coming up. The man, the legend... The music. Multiple Grammy Award winner James Taylor in a night full of hits. Saturday, June 30th, Schottenstein Center. With special guest, the incredible Bonnie Raitt. James Taylor and his all star band. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. American icon James Taylor and Bonnie Raitt. Are you ready for it? Taylor Swift's Reputation Stadium Tour. Saturday, July 7th, Ohio Stadium. Taylor Swift. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. New album Reputation available everywhere. Produced by Messina Touring Group and AEG Presents. This is Kristen Anderson, driver of Gravedigger, and it's time for the Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast with Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Rettelberger. All right. Hey, that was cool, right? <laughs> when she was here driving Gravedigger, it's one of my favorite things uh, uh, is that, you know, it, again, 
it's 2018, right? Times are different. But in the in the old days, when monster trucks, when there was a female driver, right. it was always she was driving the the pink truck. And if she <laughs> wins tonight, all the guys are going to have to make dinner. And it was made a big deal. And here, when when Monster Jam was here last time, she was the driver of Gravedigger. And you yep. know what? The kids, nobody even blinked. It was just this is this is who it is. And I just I just love that the times have changed yep. like that. And she really is. Uh, uh, she she's out there promoting the fact that uh, women can be a part of Monster Jam. And her father invented uh, created. Uh, Gravedigger, by the way. Yeah, right. The so, Anderson family. It's a big thing now. Runs in, in the family, so it's great to have her uh, with us. And uh, let's bring intern Mike into this right now, and, and uh, we're going to run down some of the upcoming events in the next uh, five or six weeks uh, at the arenas. And, of course, we can't forget Ohio Stadium as well. Yeah, um, I, thanks for having me on here. <laughs> I'm really excited. I've been waiting for uh, to be a part of this for a while now. Yeah, uh, it's been in the works for a while. Yeah, being... Uh, on the other side of the board and everything, it's kind of fun to even get to participate a little bit. Yeah, um, so it's great to have you here, and uh, we'll thank you publicly uh, for all your good work in helping get the setup ready and and uh, the production end ready, along with uh, several other people. And if you hear any audio cons- inconsistencies, any volume levels that are too high or anything that sounds off or awkward pauses, that's all intern Mike. Yeah, blame so, him. So, blame you, him. so you can blame him. But, <laughs> but seriously, he's done a lot of work to help get this off the ground, and uh, as I told him earlier today, it's all on your shoulders. So Yeah, and I kind of feel it, but uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, into the shows, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, we have on June 30th, James Taylor and Bonnie Wright, uh, Bonnie Wright. Bonnie Wright. And, uh, and that's my age showing. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, that's going to be a fantastic show. You know, James Taylor, member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, Elton John says James Taylor can sing the songbook and it, or the, the phone book and would sound perfect. You know, I, I remember seeing James Taylor out at Polaris Amphitheater here in Columbus many years ago, and, and my wife and I sitting in the very back against the fence, and it didn't matter where you were because it was just such a, a great vibe. And then, of course, he was here with Carol King not uh, not too long ago. And then when he was here last time, we had a chance to actually chat with him we in did. his dressing room for a while. Super nice guy. You're a first-class guy, yeah. right? Just just like exactly what you think James Taylor would be like, so chill. Yeah, and just a very nice guy. Five-time Grammy winner, 100 million records sold, and joined this time by Bonnie Raitt, who is just this incredible combination of rock and blues, country. Uh, her father was John Raitt, uh, the, the major Broadway star. Uh, and and uh, if, if you ever get a chance to go on YouTube and hear some of the songs that she did with her dad for a PBS special, you should check that out because that's really good. And, of course, she's had great hits like Something to Talk About, I Can't Make You Love Me, and, and many more. She raises money, too, for old blues artists in their retirement and help them uh, get by in their life because a lot of those guys never made any money, but they're incredible artists. Yeah, and, you know, uh, she's been on my bucket list for a while. One of the artists I, I haven't had a chance to see before, but she's ever since that year where she won all the Grammys, right? Something to talk about that year, right? Yeah. Uh, she's just been uh, great and, and just one of those acts that I actually even though I've never seen her live I have one of her live albums and she is just a, a great live performer and a really neat compliment to James Taylor absolutely really excited about that one met her ex-husband a couple times but most recently at Huntington Park he threw out the first pitch at a Clippers game last season her ex-husband uh, Michael O'Keefe who was hey, in Caddyshack really? okay yeah. yes alright I forgot about that wow <laughs> so that'll be good that's coming up June 30th at the Schottenstein Center And then um, at Ohio Stadium, we have the glamorous Taylor Swift bringing her reputation to her. From one Taylor to another, I've been calling this the Taylors because yeah. the next two shows, right? We have Swift and James, <laughs> and and boy, I tell you what, the buzz is building for this one. Uh, uh, just definitely excited to uh, uh, see Miss Swift uh, again, an artist who has been with us, and we'll talk about this more in our Taylor podcast. But from the time that she was an opening act uh, for Tim McGraw to where she is now, it's been uh, great to see her career grow. She was one of the first acts ever to perform at Nationwide Arena. That's correct. At yeah, the right. very first concert there, it says an opening act. So that was very cool. The Reputation Tour uh, is a major production. Like you mentioned, we'll be doing a Taylor Swift uh, podcast coming up here real soon to talk more about that. I will promise you, though, when we do these podcasts that we will never be spoilers. We will not give away the set list, or what, but we can give you an idea of what it takes to put on these shows and uh, the magnitude of it and, and, and that sort of thing. This Reputation Tour is huge. I think it's 53 cities from around the world. And uh, most of the stadiums in the U.S. are NFL stadiums. Right. We're one of the few that are not. Yeah. And uh, Columbus has been a, a great supporter of Taylor over the years, uh, whether it was, you know, the the last couple of the Speak Now Tour or the Red Tour or the 1989 Tour, right? I mean, it's just been uh, one of those things where when people come out, and I've heard this before, you know, when when dads have taken their, their daughters to the show and they go, wow, that was 
actually a really good show. So it, it, she's, <laughs> she's an amazing live performer, and uh, really looking forward to that one. No question. Ten Grammys, one of the best-selling music artists of all time. 130 million singles have been downloaded. Her Reputation album sold, get this, 1.2 million copies in the first five days. Nothing sells a million copies anymore. No. And it was in the first five days. The album was number one in 12 countries. And uh, this concert tour with opening acts Charlie XCX and Camilla Cabello will be a I'm great show. Unana. Yeah. I've been getting like rave reviews. Like so <laughs> yeah. looking forward to Taylor Swift at Ohio Stadium July 7th. Yeah. And then uh, Sugarland will be at the Schottenstein Center uh, July 12th. That's right. And these guys uh, took a little bit of a break. Originally, Jennifer Nettles uh, went on maternity leave, and they also wanted to work on some individual projects, but now they're back with a bang. Jennifer Nettles is another one, kind of like you were saying with James Taylor, where she's got that, that great voice that just, she can sing anything. And she's just, uh, I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah. Uh, they won a Grammy for their song Stay, which is one of their classics. I think they've had like 11 number one singles. Uh, their newest album, Bigger, get this, this ties in with Taylor Swift. Uh, their newest album, Bigger, features a song called Babe. Co-written by Taylor Swift and our old friend Patrick Monahan from Train, who was just here with Holland Oates. That was a fun show. And that's the only song Sugarland has ever recorded that they didn't write. So Taylor Swift has actually they wrote uh, "Better Man" for Little Big Town, right? Or she did, and uh, she's starting to get a few songs back in the and country. She's in world. the video for that too, so yeah. some some nice buzz behind that. So excited to have Sugarland back. I yep. uh, wasn't sure if they would get back together, but this is, this is a great opportunity to see them live. July twelfth at the shot. And then uh, this next show is one that I'm personally looking forward to. Huge fan of these guys. Panic at the Disco will be at Nationwide Arena uh, July 15th. Yes, and you actually, in turn, Mike, saw them last time they had the shot. You saw the show just like a week before. Just after you were hired, I believe. The, the day after uh, the show, I came in uh, to sign all my paperwork, and <laughs> I was so jealous because the very first thing you did was show me a picture of you with Brendan Urie. <laughs> I was almost didn't take the job. I was so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> glad, glad you did. But, but you know, that show was uh, was great, and uh, a lot of people excited to have them uh, have them back in town. Pray for the wicked is the new album. Yes, uh, just came out. Just came out, and uh, you know, every with, they've been releasing singles for uh, a couple of months now, and with each single that's come out, I was just getting more and more excited about it, and the album is just fabulous. Brendan Urie has been describing it as just a loud album, and. Uh, that's exactly how the show is going to be. It's going to be a, be a great, high-energy fun. Say Amen Saturday night has been performed on a lot of the late-night talk shows, and Ellen, and he's very dramatic, by the way. So there's no wonder that he ended up on uh, Broadway in Kinky Boots, but uh, but uh, he's very dramatic in the performances, too. It's, it's going to be incredible. Um, and, uh, of course, he was last here at the, the Schottenstein Center for Death of the Bachelor Tour. So that's coming up on July 15th, and you will be there as a fan. I will be there as a fan. <laughs> Very excited for Good that one. Good to hear. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and then moving on, we have Radiohead at the Schottenstein Center, July 23rd. And this is always on the critics' uh, choices of one of the best rock bands ever. Yeah, it's one of those uh, bands that you know, we've been working to get here uh, in town for quite a while. A lot of buzz behind Radiohead always, and uh, very excited that we're going to ha finally have them back here in town. You know, their best-known song is Creep. That was their first single ever. Was it really? That was their debut single, and it's become like their this, their standard song. And uh, uh, it's become oh, it's become even it's become bigger than the band, right? It's one yeah. of those ones where I think it was Adina Menzel did a cover of it. She did. Prince, Prince did a cover of Creep. Uh, it's just a huge track, and obviously uh, uh, much success beyond that. But uh, uh, boy. Uh, it, it was one of those bands that I've never seen again, another one that I've never seen, never but I'm either. really looking forward to. Yeah, a lot of buzz with the announcement of Radiohead from day one, and uh, looking forward to that. They were nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2017, their very first year of eligibility, which doesn't happen that often. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so the next event that we have is, we're getting away from the concerts, we're going to have the 2018 U.S. Classic Gymnastics, July uh, 27th and 28th, here at the Schottenstein Center. Yeah, you know we've had you know a lot of every every couple of years after the Summer Olympics we have the uh, the Olympic uh, stars come and they they do a, a nice show and it's it's a very fun high high energy show where you kind of the celebration of their performance at the Olympics but this is kind of different right this is an actual competition and when we have gone out in the community as you have I know in the past with some gymnasts yeah. and you've seen these gymnastic factories right where where <laughs> it's really what they are with these where where, where <laughs> kids all around Columbus train you know every day of their lives right. 
from this. like age three or something. And to have this national competition right here in Columbus is quite an honor. And it's if you've got a, a gymnast or a, a former gymnast in your family, this is an event you don't want to miss. Absolutely. It's the annual summer gymnastics meet for elite female artistic U.S. gymnasts. And it occurs before nationals and is a qualifier. So it uh, is not only going to be a great event to watch, but it, it, it means something for future competitions. Absolutely. So, all right. So that's a rundown. Recently, let's just mention real quickly here. Uh, we recently announced uh, Nick Cannon's Wild and out live uh, September 6th at the shot. Yeah, I just uh, uh, been watching I've been watching it since we announced this. I've actually been watching quite a few episodes of this and uh, on MTV. Uh, I'm excited to see. Yeah, I'm excited to see how how the whole thing comes together live high energy. I think it should be a lot of fun. It's going to be interesting because it will have elements of the TV show. There'll be hip hop hop artists, uh, there'll be game show elements and interaction with the crowd. Uh, and uh, a lot of the TV show elements will be in the live production. So yeah, if you're a fan of the show, you don't want to miss this. Yeah, one. for sure. Uh, we also announced Jay Cole on September 23rd. Another, again, another artist right now that's red hot, a lot of buzz behind this artist, and uh, excited to see what he brings live to the shop. Yeah, with my favorite artist, Young Thug. Yes, okay, you're a big Young Thug fan. Yeah, <laughs> I love Young Thug. Uh, Phil Collins, October 19th. Another one, kind of like Sugarland, yep. off the road for quite a while, for a right? long time. Yeah. Said he was going to retire, and he, he's come back after, I think, more than, I think, 12 or yeah. 13 years Absolutely, or so. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Fleetwood Mac, always a legendary act, recently announced that show. Another one that's going to be hit after hit after hit after hit. A great night. Excited for that always one. Always great. Uh, Harlem Globetrotters, always a family favorite. Two shows, uh, December 30th at the Schottstein Center. Yep, that one just went on sale not too long ago. And uh, uh, always always a great, like we do that one over the holidays. And when we have family in from out of town, they kind of look forward to that kind of their holiday tradition of, oh, hey, it's time to go see the Globetrotters. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Bob Seeger. You know, he had some medical issues uh, last time he was supposed to be at the shot, and unfortunately it had to be rescheduled. He's back for January 19th at Nationwide Arena. We're so excited, I mean, because it's been, you know, we, we did have, we were there on the day that that show had to be rescheduled. We were, it was unfortunately, that was when Bob had to have some health issues, and we were there in the management office as they were trying to figure out what was going to happen, and, and Bob wants to make good on a show. He doesn't want to miss does. a show. So we've been working on this, and when it, obviously, you know, uh, Bob wanted to make sure he was healthy and back on the road. Uh, uh, and, and ready to do the show. So it's so excited to finally get this, get Bob back in town. And he was so disappointed it had to be rescheduled. I mean, it wasn't until late in the afternoon that he finally decided, I, I can't do this. I mean, that everything was set up and ready to go. So uh, he's excited to be back. And also we're excited to, uh, uh, to talk about Pink. May 11th, 2019. Right. It'll be here before you know it, yeah. right? And uh, uh, I'm not sure what wall she's going to climb when she's here <laughs> or, or what ceiling she's going to hang from, right? But but always uh, another, uh, kind of like Bruno Mars yeah. uh, or Justin Timberlake, where we were saying, where it's just that next level performance. We've got a lot of other great artists also coming up. Uh, Elton John, Game of Thrones, Room 5, Kevin Hart, Fall Out Boy, and so many more. Jay Don't forget Elton Beyonce. John, because you're, you're wearing the Elton John t-shirt yeah, today. I had to mention that one. November 2nd, I might add, at the <laughs> shot. <laughs> but you can get all the information you need on upcoming events at theshottenstein.center.com or nationwidearena.com, and you can get all the event and ticket information, all that information that you need. So... Um, there we go. Good rundown. We're going to have another incredible season. Coming up, we'll talk to Mike Gatto. He's the general manager at Nationwide Arena. We'll talk about Columbus Arena Sports and Entertainment, which manages uh, the Schottenstein Center and Nationwide Arena. We also, uh, gosh, we do shows wherever we want. Ohio Stadium. It could <laughs> anywhere be anywhere. could be your living room. You never know. And uh, we'll talk to Mike Gatto about uh, how Case works and how uh, we decide to do shows and that whole thing. We'll do that coming up. Is over the multi platinum award winning duo Sugarland back on tour for the first time in five years. Still the same 2018 tour July 12th live at Schottenstein Center. The undeniable distinctive sound of Sugarland with special guests Brandy Clark and Claire Bowen. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Get ready for Sugarland. Fallout Boy Media Tour 2018. Get ready to ride the wave. September 9th, Nationwide Arena. With Machine Gun Kelly, plus a special guest. Tickets are on sale now. Available online at LiveNation.com. New album, Mania, available everywhere. Hey, I'm Frankie Ballard, and anything that you might want to know about what's happening musically around Columbus, just check out the Arena Guy. 
He knows. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Frankie. Yes. Yeah. Frankie Ballard is one of the great artists at Buckeye Country Superfest last year. So yep. that was uh, always good to see him, our buddy Frankie. Uh, now we're happy to welcome uh, Mike Gatto. He's the general manager at Nationwide Arena, general manager at the Schottenstein Center for a whole bunch of years. And, and uh, you've been here at the Shot almost from the beginning, haven't you? I have. We opened up the building in 1998, and I got here when there wasn't even a roof on the building. Yeah. So now you've seen quite an evolution of uh, just not the shot, but I think it was like five, maybe six years ago where Nationwide Arena became a part of the mix. Actually, we got into consulting agreement marketing-wise about 10 years ago, but I think uh, seven years uh, fully operation. You know, I, I, you know, you say that you know the, the operating agreement, and that kind of stuff. But but tell me, take me back to those early days, right? When when the shot. I mean, because we went from being in Columbus, Ohio, right? And I remember being here, and there were no arenas, right? St. John, but it was no arenas, and then all of a sudden there was shot and nationwide. And what was the dynamic like between the buildings at that time? Well, first, the first year we opened up the shot, we did forty concerts. 40 shows. 40 shows. And uh, I think the month of November, we did not have – the only day we had off in November was Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> oh, so wow. it was a busy, busy opening year. Uh, but certainly when Nationwide Arena came on online, uh, the competition was pretty fierce between uh, both buildings. And uh, it was just business. But for sure, we were competing for shows as both buildings wanted content for the building for their season ticket holders, the suite holders, um, the fans. And so, and OSU made a commitment to, for the shot to be a multi-purpose arena and we were gonna do shows. And so we competed pretty hard. Shot will be celebrating the 20th anniversary this next season. It's hard to believe. Yeah, hard to believe. It really is. First concert, Neil Diamond, November 8th, 1998. Yes. And uh, we'll be doing other podcast conversations and probably several maybe specific podcasts on on that whole anniversary, but can you believe it's been 20 years? I, I can. It seems like only yesterday. It's it, it just it, it's gone by so fast. But we've had an incredible ride here at the shot, and and now with uh, managing both buildings and producing events at, at at Ohio Stadium, you know our goal is to make Columbus a must-play market. Yeah. And um, I think if we talk about a legacy, hopefully after I'm gone, and hopefully I'll be here a few more years, but uh, so. <laughs> I, I, I want Columbus to be a must-play market where we're the first stop on a tour. We're, we're, we're always on that, that first leg of the tour. Columbus says the music capital of Ohio, at least. Music capital of Ohio or music capital of Midwest, yeah. or how about, how about the Austin of the Midwest? Okay. Yeah. Or... Columbus can create its own identity. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and, and in a lot of ways, Columbus has blazed a trail, right? With with the comb- combining of these arenas and the, the arena district, right? These are all things that that other other venues and other markets have come to see how, how we are doing it here in Columbus. So in a lot of ways, we are kind of uh, out there in unusual uh, uh, setting. And I, I wonder if you can kind of talk about how it came to be that the shot and Nationwide, you know, started working together after being, you know, kind of competitors for so many years. Yeah, I mean, I think both buildings were doing very well on and, and there was a lot of content, and we were driving it, but um, you know it was heavy, heavy competition. We were taking a lot of risk on, on both sides of buildings, and I think the higher ups got together. Or I know the higher ups got together and said, you know, can we do this better? Is there a way we can work together to um, raise the level of entertainment in Columbus and make sure the money's not leaving the city? And so, hopefully, going back into the arenas, hopefully, going back into the community, um, you know. How does Ohio State and the Arena District and Nationwide Arena work together? So, uh, yeah, now working together, people often wonder, how do we decide what plays the shot, what plays Nationwide Arena? Is there a method to that, or is it just based on availability? How does that work? Uh, More often than not, probably 80 to 90% of the time, it's based on availability. Um, The Blue Jackets have 45 games, 41 regular season games, and four preseason games and then playoffs. Uh, so we have to work around those. At the shot, we have approximately 60 OSU athletic events between men's and women's basketball and hockey. We also have the high school state championships at the shot for boys and girls basketball and wrestling. We do uh, state championships for hockey at Nationwide Arena. So after you fill in those dates, um, you know, we're, sometimes the, the dates aren't available for one building or the other. The great thing is the tours won't bypass us because we have dates at either place. Right. So we're not just handcuffed. If, if we've got a, an OSU basketball game, we've got Nationwide Arena. Or, or if there's a Blue Jackets game, the shot's an option. Yeah, I mean, I think a great example is this year's Women's Final Four, which is an incredible event for Columbus. That was at Nationwide Arena. And on the Saturday night of the Women's Final Four, because the Final Four ties up 
not just the event days, but it ties up the whole week yes. before. And, and that weekend, we had Lord on that Saturday night, on the, on the off night of the Final Four. We still had an event at the, at the arena, but um, the Lord concert was here at the shot and nearly sold out. And, and uh, you know, what, what great entertainment options for people here in the city. One of my favorite nights that, you know, when it really the benefit of having the, the two arenas was the night that we had. The second night of Taylor Swift's 1989 mm-hmm. tour, right? Because the first night was so huge, they added a second night. And then uh, that was at Nationwide Arena. And here at the shot, we had a, a sold-out show with 21 pilots. Yeah. And uh, just to interject, Echo Smith was the opening act for Taylor Swift, and Taylor Swift on that tour had guest artists come on stage with her right. during the show. And the lead singer of Echo Smith came from the went from the shot to Nationwide Arena to join her for a duet. Yeah, it, it, incredible evening, and, and that's a great example of just how working together with both arenas yeah. can lead to more entertainment, better entertainment, um, more options for people here in Columbus. It's pretty unprecedented, too, isn't it, to have. Uh, uh, one entity, I guess, managed two arenas in the same city? It is. I mean, there's a couple other examples, but uh, most of the time those arenas are different in capacities or uh, one arena may not do much more than basketball. That yeah. may just be a college arena that periodically does a concert or a show. What, what do you wish, you know, when, when people come to, you know, come to a, a concert and, you know, when you, you are, uh, you're, you're, they're kind of wanting that behind-the-scenes information. What do you think people don't know that you think would would help them understand that you know that how we how we do shows here? Is there something that you know when you're you know kind of that behind-the-scenes thing that that hey I know people are always asking or complaining or saying why don't we get this tour or whatever it is but but what do you think what good information can you share with the, with people that kind of lets them know uh, something that, that maybe the public doesn't generally know? Sure. On, uh, from a touring standpoint, there's a limited number of dates. There's typically only 40 dates on a tour. Um, by the time they play the majors or the must-play markets, which we want Columbus to be, um, but playing two dates in New York, three dates in L.A., two dates in Dallas or whatever, um, that leaves a limited number of dates. And quite frankly, the European dates are more profitable in a lot of ways. So that limits your number of dates. So we're spending a lot of time, effort, trying to differentiate Columbus from our surrounding markets and encourage bands to play here. And what we need is our fans, our guests, to buy tickets because um, the way we differentiate our market from other markets is selling tickets. And we've been blessed with that because so many times, as we were talking about not too long ago, Columbus is one of the top spots, not in the Midwest, but in the country. Uh, and several times, you know, we're, we've been number number one on the entire tour. And my favorites recently was uh, the uh, – uh, oh, I'm, I'm forgetting their names. The Chris Young? Uh, Chris Young, we were huge on, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Impractical Jokers. Oh, Impractical uh, Jokers. Yeah. We're, we're backstage with those guys, and you were there with us when they were like blown away that Columbus, Ohio, had outsold their home uh, show at Madison Square Garden in New York City. Yeah, they were thrilled, and uh, it was incredibly special for me because one of the guys' name is last name is Gatto. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so, so, so that was funny, too. But, um, yeah, for a comedy show to sell sell out, to sell 14,000, 15,000 tickets, whatever our capacity was, right. to beat Madison Square Garden, which I don't know, what's the population in New York? 20 million, little, 25 million? A little million? bigger yeah. than yeah. Columbus. Yeah. Just a little bit. And, and, and so, I mean, yeah, I mean. Awesome, and that and those and that continuing to do those types of things puts Columbus on the map. I heard you guys mention Taylor Swift and her stadium show. Yeah, we're one of only three non-NFL cities or NFL stadiums right. that are doing a Taylor Swift date. I mean, Ohio Stadium. We we joke about it all the time because we use the word iconic a lot, but it's an iconic stadium, and it is probably one of the most famous stadiums in the country of any any sport. Absolutely, yeah. and 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 what a great venue, and and one of my great memories is doing the Rolling Stones at Ohio Stadium. Yeah. I mean, talk about iconic and iconic, right? right so right. so what a great memory. But you know, ultimately, my goal for the shot has always been to be the Ohio Stadium of arenas. And so um, you know, hopefully 20 years from now, people think of the shot that way for what we do from not just uh, a concert standpoint, but for the other events we produce, particularly Buckeye basketball and Buckeye hockey. And, yeah. uh, you know, I know Coach Holtman's going to do a great job with the program. Yeah. I, I want to mention one other thing before we take a break, but uh, you mentioned uh, Impractical Jokers. I'm always impressed when we have dates that for country artists that sell better than Nashville. And that happens on a regular basis. It does. You know, Columbus is a huge country music market. And uh, it, it's a great place where, where often we are, we are not only a big market, but we're a big, artist, uh, big market for those new artists, right? So as they are the breaking out, whether it was, you know, Brantley Gilbert or Jason Aldean, when they first got hot, you know, I remember when Jason Aldean, right, we had to move, keep moving the stage back. Absolutely. That was, uh, that's a great example. And then I well, think the first time we did Brantley Gilbert, 
uh, we were the best-selling date on the entire tour. On the entire tour, well, that's correct. And, yeah. and to further that, uh, we did Jason Aldean, what, about six months ago? With Chris Young and Kane Brown, yeah, that's right, r- roughly, and then shortly, just recently, we had Chris Young and Kane Brown and DJ Silver. DJ Silver again. was on both dates. Don't forget DJ Silver, right? With, with <laughs> without Jason Aldean, and it sold incredibly well just six months later. I mean, that shows how these artists have grown in popularity and how well country does here in Columbus. Bottom line, and, and Mike, I know you'll back me up on this. Is you know, Columbus, Ohio, is a great market, and we do a lot of great stuff at the buildings to kind of draw these tours back. But but what really moves the needle is selling tickets. So it's those it's those music fans here in Columbus and uh, the outlying areas that buy those tickets that keep those acts coming back. For sure, and 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 when those guests come through our buildings, we need to provide a great experience for them. And so you know, the Arena District in and of itself is is a great experience around. It. At the shot, um, we have a brand new plaza, and we do a lot with pre-parties, and 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 just it's, it becomes a fun experience to be part of the event. So, you know, my goal is for people to come down here, no matter who's playing. Cool. Are you able to stick around for a few minutes? Sure. One of your favorite questions to ask new employees is, "What was your first concert ever?" We're going to ask you, and Dave and I will share ours too, coming up right after this break. See gymnastic stars rise at the U.S. Classic on July 28th at the Schottenstein Center. See the nation's top women's gymnasts compete for a trip to the national championships. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. One amazing night of hits with Maroon 5. September 25th, Nationwide Arena. With special guest Julia Michaels. Performing all your favorites, plus new music. Tickets on sale now. Buy tickets at LiveNation.com, the box office, or charge by phone at 800-745-3000. Every ticket transaction includes a copy of their new album, Red Pill Blues, out now. And you're listening to the very first, Mike Gatto, you're making history. You're the first guest ever (laughs) on the Arena Guys Backstage podcast with Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Ruttelberger. And uh, one of the fun things that we will do on our podcast, Dave, is to always have a giveaway. And I think we've got an exciting one here. Uh, Taylor Swift is playing Ohio Stadium, as we've talked about, on July 7th. It's going to be an incredible show. It's probably, I guess you might even call it an experience. It's something that people will talk about undoubtedly for years and years afterwards. Yeah, there's always something special about those stadium shows. So what we have is uh, what we call a stand-up. It's a giant stand-up. Uh, which is promoting Taylor Swift's Reputation Tour, uh, and it's it's all Columbus, uh, sep- no, uh, July 7th at Ohio Stadium. How big do you think this thing is? No, I was trying to think of that. It was probably, it was probably like five, five feet tall, five and a half feet tall, maybe about four or five feet wide. Uh, these things are huge, and so this is a neat collector's item, right? Because this is something that we produce. You know, uh, uh, Mike was talking earlier about what Columbus does to separate itself, and and you know, not many arenas around the country do this, but we produce custom stand-ups uh, for our different shows, and so we'll do one or sometimes two at the most of these, uh, and then we'll put it out in the concourse. So when we had had uh, you know Sam Smith here, uh, you know the con- the big signs out there so people can see it and they can register to win. So it's just a neat promotional piece, but. I'll tell you what, almost no venues do this. So not only is it a cool piece for a fan to have, uh, it is a very unique piece of memorabilia specific for this show that you're not going to find anywhere else. Exactly. And we'll put a picture of it on the Arena Guy Facebook page so you can check it out. We'll give it out after, the week after Taylor Swift at Ohio Stadium. Uh, send an email to qualify to the arena guy at yahoo.com. And uh, share, is that it? Is it? Gmail. So, oops, sorry. It's the arena guy at Gmail. You're going Gmail. You're all fancy now. I know. (laughs) I'm sure you're not on AOL. (laughs) (laughs) Dial up. (laughs) The arena guy at gmail.com. And uh, maybe share why you're a Taylor Swift fan and and share how big of a Taylor Swift fan you are. You can keep the the backing, which stands up, or you could take it off and put it on your wall. It's going to be really cool. So we'll do a drawing for that coming up. Of course, you can get all the information on the Schottenstein Center Nationwide Arena and Ohio State and all the events that take place there at ShotsteinCenter.com and NationwideArena.com. And you can follow the Arena Guy on Facebook and Twitter at underscore the Arena Guy. And, uh, you know, you can get all the information at both places, all those places. Mike Gatto, General Manager of Nationwide Arena, is here. And the first question he asks every new employee is, what was your first concert ever? 
And I'm not sure I ever heard, Mike, what your first concert was. You know, I was trying to think of that. It's, it's, it's a, quite a while ago, but uh, <laughs> yeah, funny. Um, but I think it was the Sparks at, the Magic, Sparks. at Magic Mountain um, <laughs> in their little amphitheater at Magic Mountain, which is uh, just north of L.A. in Santa Clarita Valley. Um, and seeing the Sparks there, you know, I got angst in my pants or whatever <laughs> that song was. Wow. And Holy my name is back. Mickey Mouse or something like that. Um <laughs> Or it could have been uh, Journey and Loverboy at the Fabulous Forum in L.A., but I think it was the Sparks. Okay, and Dave? You know uh, the Sparks, by the uh, way. First, con- <laughs> you know, first concert though is it's kind of that special that special thing, right? It's that it's that whole thing where it's your very first time at a concert and you've been wanting to go for so long and uh, uh, so many different uh, uh, great memories from people that they share uh, of their of their first show. So for me, it was uh, a stadium show. At Soldier Field in uh, in Chicago. Oh, really? It wow. was uh, Madonna on her uh, Who's That Girl tour, 1987. Wow. Uh, and it was, uh, I think, Level 42 opened up. <laughs> Remember them? Something About You. Uh, yeah, Something About You. Yeah, uh, my, my mom took me and my buddy Derek uh, <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> to our, see Madonna. Uh, you know, to see Madonna because, uh, you know, hey, it's what we do, right? And, hey, why not? But uh, yeah, it was a good show. It was fun. Of course, yeah, it, it was, was good. She's a she's a, a, a legend, right? And it was just you know it was the it was the eighties, right? So it was Prince, Madonna, Michael Jackson, Bruce Springsteen. It was a glorious time. All right, glorious I see this to all the millennials in the room watching us and who have well, they know who Madonna is, but they won't know who my first concert was. Uh, I I used to win a lot of trivia contests on the radio, and I think I was in junior high, and I won uh, tickets to see Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> Wow. How old are you? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is well past his prime, I promise you. It's not... <laughs> it's not, not new artist Jerry no, Lewis? No, 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 no. A whole lot of shaking going on, great balls of fire. He was playing at uh, a high school gymnasium. It was really before arenas were commonplace. <laughs> and they play a lot. I mean, I saw the Harlem Globetrotters as a kid. My parents took me at a high school gymnasium. All right, yeah. Did and you so, see Sha Na ever? <laughs> and Bowser? I never did. I never have seen them, but along the same lines. And uh, the sound was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. And I won a pair of tickets, and I just... Me being me, I had the hardest time deciding who would go with me because I was afraid it hurt everybody's feelings yeah. because they wouldn't be able to see Jerry Lee <laughs> Lewis. But uh, that was my first concert ever. Now, I think the first concert I bought tickets for was an Elton John show, but that came later in college. How many Elton John shows have you seen? You know, I think I've lost track, but it's in like the low 30s. So that's it, huh? Yeah, I know. Some people are surprised by that, that it, it's not more, but I think it's like that's 31, a good number. 31 or 32. And saw most recently in Las Vegas in October. Elton was one of those guys where, uh, you know, he, he went off the road for a little bit. And then, uh, then I remember going to a tour. It was the one tour, right? And I uh, going to see him and thinking, I'm going to go see Elton because I don't know how many more chances I'll have to go see Elton John. And then he came like every year yeah. for the next, you know, 10 years. <laughs> and I went to most of those shows. Uh, again, whether it was, uh, you know, at, at one of the arenas or out at, uh, out at Polaris, uh, you know, and, and a great live performer, right? But excited for him to come back with this whole, the whole big uh, final, you know, tour. You really, you really believe this is the last one? I don't know. Yeah, three and a half years of uh, final tour. I believe it is. Uh, I, I believe it is actually, and I think he'll still uh, uh, maybe do some one-off things. Kind of like there. George Strait is doing. Yeah, and he, he's you know he's saying he's not going to quit performing altogether. But as far as the big tours, it's probably the end. And who knows? Maybe after he takes a little break, maybe he'll sit down in Vegas again, or maybe he'll do what Billy Joel's doing uh, in in New York and and sit down and just not have to tour for a while. But uh, this is a must-see tour, and certainly the fans have responded and looking forward to it very much. Mike, is there an artist that, that you have seen multiple times that you have, they're like, when they come to town, I mean, because you've been to a billion shows right over the years. Not, not counting the Sparks. Not counting not the count, Sparks. Not, exactly. <laughs> is there somebody that you're like, when they come to town, I got to see that one? Oh, gosh. Uh, I really, believe it or not, don't attend a lot of concerts, but there's a couple artists that I will see. And uh, early in my career, I spent 40 days with U2 uh, opening up <laughs> a, a stadium tour in Las Vegas of all places. And so um, U2 is a band that I will follow and, and then I've seen a number of shows. In fact, last summer I went to see their stadium show in Louisville and then I also went over to Indy to see the same show. So U2 and then uh, I've become a huge Zach Brown fan yeah. and Zach Brown band and that's become a little bit of a family thing because my kids, sure. are, kids are into Zach and so it's uh, crosses generations and uh, we try to see Zach anytime we can. Awesome. Whether it was at The Shot or Nationwide or even at, at Buckhead Country Superfest, uh, that's, Zach is one of those again one of those artists that whether you know the songs or not, it is a great live show. Well, the, the other thing that's amazing is there's three members of his band that are Juilliard trained and uh, just unbelievable. 
the violinist, the, the one of the bass players. I mean, just great musicians. Speaking of great shows, Zach Brown is always great, but so is Beyonce and Jay-Z, of course, coming up at Ohio Stadium August 16th. And uh, they really created a publicity stunt uh, recently when they surprised fans by announcing their latest album uh, by the Carters. They call it the Carters. The Carters. You know, it's it's neat. Even Beyonce's kind of mastered this art of of no publicity, publicity, right? <laughs> where there's, you know, instead of, you know, like um, you couldn't avoid in the last month Jurassic World, right? Where there was the buildup. Everywhere you looked, there was a dinosaur on every TV show from American Ninja Warrior to The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, you know? And then, then there's what she does, which is um, that thing where all of a sudden, boom, there's a new album. There's the entire video concept piece, and it's all there. And uh, uh, and it's just creating such hype for that instant moment. In this, in this age where... Where, where there is less and less hype for, for new music, uh, uh, the Carters have really mastered that process. <laughs> they were at London Stadium just a few days ago. They announced to the crowd before, le- before they're leaving the stage that uh, they had something to show the crowd. They showed the new video for their new single. It played on the big screen, and at the very end it said, Album out now. There is no pre-promotion. It was available only on Tidal for a short time, and then Spotify premium and now you can get it uh, almost everywhere but uh, no promotion and uh, it's getting great buzz yeah, Beyonce is one of those artists where I gotta tell you I, last time she was here right in Columbus was with Destiny's Child oh yeah I mean to have both of them in the stadium unbelievable and, and again Columbus on the map Jay-Z was last here when he was part of a, a presidential rally, right, where it was, oh, it yeah. was Jay-Z and, and, and Bruce Springsteen, Springsteen right? Yeah. So, that, so that was kind of fun. And, That's and, an interesting package. If Beyonce's not available next time, you got Maybe Bruce Jay-Z and Jay-Z. Maybe Jay-Z in spring. <laughs> I remember that. That was uh, Barack Obama's second-to-last campaign speech ever. Because he left the sh- left Nationwide Arena, and he had, I believe he went to Cleveland or somewhere for his last speech, and that was it. Election day was Gary and you and I've talked about this yeah. before, uh, uh, but uh, you know Jay Z being respectful didn't use any of his uh, uh, profanity in any of the lyrics, but the crowd he was asked not to, so he did not. So he he just stopped singing when those words came. But as you're saying, the crowd filled in the words, filled it, filled it in, yeah. <laughs> Jay-Z is amazing. 21 Grammys. He's uh, tied with Kanye West for the most Grammys for a rap artist. And, uh, gosh, he's one of the best-selling male solo artists in the history of music. Combine that with Beyonce, who's the most Grammy-awarded female artist in the history of the Grammys. I think she's got 23. And her first six albums debuted at number one. Unprecedented. Put those two together, of course, they've got instant chemistry, but it's going to be an amazing show, too. Yeah, yep. definitely. It's one of those ones we, we didn't get the last leg of the tour, but we got this one, and uh, uh, very excited to have, have these guys back in town. Mike, if I, if I can ask you, you know, the stadium has not been used for a lot of a, a lot of shows over the year. In fact, there were years there was a, a big window up until that Stone show that you mentioned, where there there weren't any shows at the stadium. What what does it take to get a, a show uh, at the stadium, and, and how you know there's not a lot of artists who can do it. A lot of money. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, it's it's <laughs> okay. just it's just very expensive to produce a stadium show. Um, everything's times ten, times twenty, times a hundred as far as costs, and so. Um, you have to have artists that can sell 50,000, 60,000 tickets. And fortunately, we have uh, three artists this summer that can, and, and, and we've had some great success. But the number of artists that can do that is very limited. Yeah, we had what the the Stones, and then and then One Direction, and then a couple of uh, Buckeye Country Superfest. But looking back at the history of the stadium, right, uh, it was uh, who Pink Floyd, Genesis, Billy Joel, and Elton John, right? Right, right, yeah. You too. You too, right? Uh, Metallica, that heavy metal show, yeah, yeah. with uh, Metallica, yeah. Summer, Stain, summer Sanitarium. Yes. Yeah. And Stained was a part of that. And Absolutely. oddly enough, the lead singer of Stained, Aaron Lewis, came back and performed as a country artist in Bucket Country Superfest. So from one extreme to the other. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a rare stat, right? That's yeah. a pretty rare stat. For sure. Yeah. Well, Mike, uh, we really appreciate you being a part of this very first uh, Arena Guy Backstage Pass podcast. Thanks, Arena Guy. I appreciate the opportunity to be on your inaugural voyage here You're um, right. and podcast. And, uh, you guys uh, do a great job, and we look forward to many more. All right. Uh, so you're in the history books now. You're going to be a trivia question. There you go. Who was the first guest? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll wrap everything up coming up. 2018's Tour of the Year. Journey. Death Leopard. August 22nd, Schottenstein Center.
Tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com, the venue box office, or charge by phone. Two icons, one night. Journey, Def Leppard. Pink, live in concert. Now, due to phenomenal demand, the beautiful trauma world tour continues. Schottenstein Center, Saturday, May 11th, 2019. Pre-sale for City Card members available now through Thursday at 10 p.m. before the general public on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Get tickets at LiveNation.com. The number one selling album, Beautiful Trauma, is available everywhere. There's more at PinksPage.com. All right, Dave Ruttelberger. This has been fun to do our very first Backstage Pass podcast. You know, I like, I like hearing all the little previews too in between the in between our, our segments yeah. here because it's just you you hear the songs and it just I get I get excited for the shows and it highlights a lot of what's what's coming up and it's it's always an amazing schedule. You know, we don't realize it until we write a list or read the list of what's coming up about you know all the great acts coming to both arenas and, and they, Ohio there's Stadium. a ton of stuff we didn't even mention. Right? I know so there's, a, there's a bunch yeah. more. So we'll do that on the next one. Of course, uh, follow the Arena Guy, please, uh, on Facebook, Twitter at underscore the Arena Guy. Uh, there's we uh, the Arena Guy's got a YouTube channel and uh, a blog, uh, and WordPress, uh, the Arena Guy And of course, you can get all the event and ticket information you need on the shows at the arenas at theshotsteincenter.com and nationwidearena.com. Um, and just to remind you, we do have, uh, uh, we're giving you a chance to win a huge Taylor Swift stand-up, which uh, you can win. Uh, just send an email. And you'll, yeah, you'll don't be- bring the Chevette to pick that up, yeah, right? you yeah. gotta, you got to bring, you got to have a friend <laughs> that you're calling a favor for when you come to pick that bad boy up. The Chevette. You know a Chevette? No, I know the Chevette. My, my, my wife had a Chevette. Yeah. So just uh, send uh, your interest <laughs> to thearenaguy at gmail.com. And if you share a story or two or, or, or how or why you're a big Taylor Swift fan, that's pretty cool, too. We might mention it on the next uh, podcast. So or, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and throw this out, even okay. though we didn't talk about it. But if you have if you have something that you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast. Oh, absolutely. Or if you have any comments or want to tell uh, intern Mike that he sucks, uh, please <laughs> feel free uh, to email us uh, anytime at, uh, at that uh, the the arena guy at gmail.com. Yeah. And another thing, too, if you know someone who is a mega fan, a super fan of any of the events coming up at the shot, oh, yeah. Nationwide good. Arena or Ohio Stadium, the arena guy is looking to do some video uh, features on some of these mega fans and will include you in a future podcast, possibly. So uh, you can always contact the arena guy through any of the social media venues or the arena guy at uh, gmail.com. Dave, it's been great. It's been fun, yeah, yeah. Right, I'm looking forward to, to more of these. And the next one, uh, again, as you said, it's, we're going to talk. Uh, it's going to be a Taylor Swift uh, kind of that preview of the stadium show. We'll be doing that very soon. We'll give you a lot of uh, we call it backstage pass for a reason because we'll be telling you what's going on behind the scenes and what it takes to put on a concert at the iconic Ohio it's Stadium. It's a lot of work, I'll yeah. tell you that, because yeah. yeah. I am I am slammed right now. And we <laughs> will do that coming up soon. We've got a lot of great events, and we will see you there. The Arena Guy Backstage Pass Podcast, hosted by Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Rettelberger, Executive Producer Aaron Thomas and Jordan Fair, Producer Intern Mike. Thanks to special guest Mike Gatto, General Manager of Nationwide Arena. And remember, listen to the Arena Guy's Backstage Pass Podcast with Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Rettelberger on iTunes and wherever else you listen to your podcasts.